Okay, welcome back, everyone. We are episode five now of the Av- the Avid Investor Podcast with me, your host Josh Adamek, and today we're going to talk about the difference between assets and liabilities. I wanted to dive into this topic because it, there's there's a lot of misconceptions on uh, or unknowns of the difference between you know the basics of assets and liabilities, and knowing the difference is a huge part in in your uh, financial. Uh, management, whether that's on a business level, personal level, both. Um, you need to understand and know the difference between assets and liabilities. So in basic, basic, basic terms, um, an asset is something that makes you money and a liability is something that costs you money. So common misconception, common misunderstanding, for example, is a lot of people think that their own personal home is an asset, when in reality, your own personal home is not an asset. It's a liability. Even if your home is free and clear, meaning you know have no mortgage, you owe no money on it, it still costs you money every month, every year. You have to maintain it. Uh, you have to pay the taxes. Um, you have, you know, some, you have to pay the insurance. So uh, your own personal home costs you money, even though on a personal financial statement, I get it, it's going to be listed in, in the asset class. But in reality, it's a liability could because it costs you money. Even if you have a ton of equity, you own a free and clear, it's worth a ton of money. You don't realize that equity or that value until, until you sell that home. And many people never sell their personal home. Um, so keep in mind that that, that is a liability. Um, Another liability, you know, is your car, your personal car. Um, you might, again, you might own it free and clear. You might not have a car payment. Many, many people uh, do not have car payments. Um, but, you know, that car, you have to insure it. You have to maintain it. Um, you know, it, it, it costs you money. So it's a liability. Um, you know, it can be a greater liability if you owe a ton of money on it. Same same with your home. If you're if you're over leveraged on your home, you have a big mortgage against it versus, uh, versus the value. You know, that's a big bigger, bigger liability. Uh, you can reduce those liabilities by paying them down, paying them off, but it's still a liability. Uh, on the other hand, an asset is something that makes you money. Um, you know, for example, investment properties, real estate, and you're going to say, well, you know, that still costs money. Yes. But the goal with, with investments, um, with, with, with cash flowing investments is to have cash flow that's greater than your cost. So it becomes an asset. Um, another example is, um, you know, you may have, um, you, you may have investment, investment accounts. Those are assets, something that creates value, you know, things, things that you invest in, uh, you may have a business, uh, your business, as long as there's positive, positive cash flow on your business or your holdings, those are assets. Those fall under the asset class, not the liability class. Yes. Uh, with, with a lot of your assets, there is still some liability, but it, it wouldn't be considered a liability if it produces income in excess of the cost involved with the ass with with that particular asset. So um, that's the basics on assets versus liabilities. And you know what I want to what I want to dive into more details is on you know the the importance of having you know more assets 
and less liabilities. So, you know, over the years, uh, being involved in the business, being, uh, being associated with uh, many other business owners, many other uh, professionals, many other people in general, you know, I see, I see many, many people um, that come out of the gate, you know, get out of school, start their business, whatever it is, um, go from, you know, making X to go, to making X and, you know, their, their income increases, but then, you know, the, 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 the shiny object syndrome kicks in, you know, making more money. I got to buy a nicer car. Um, you know, my business is growing. I got to buy a bigger house. You know, I, um, you know, I'm out of college now. I have a career. I got to buy this house. I got to buy this car. You know, I need this, I need this watch. I need, you know, whatever, whatever the case may be. Um, you know, I got to have this Gucci belt or, um, you know, these fancy shoes or, or anything. Well, the, 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 the problem becomes, or the issue becomes is, you know, before you, before you realize it, you're doing better. You're making, you know, three times more than you were, you were last year than the previous years. You're making five times more, you're making 10 times more. But if your income is increasing, but your liabilities are also increasing with that, at the end of the day, you're truly no further ahead. Um, You know, for me personally, uh, my goal is to buy more assets, create more assets, create more um, value, create more cash flow, but also at the same in the same note, you know, pay the liabilities down, reduce the liabilities, keep keep things paid down, paid off, and not have that that constant chase going. Um, you know, me like anyone else or like a lot of other people, I got I did get caught up in that um, that early on where you know. Uh, you, you know, you, you start making some money, you buy a house, you buy a car, whatever. Um, fortunately, you know, for me, I was, I, I, I monitored that. I never got too carried away. And then, you know, many, many years ago, I, I realized that, um, you know, I, I, I do not, you know, want to get caught up in that where it's like constantly chasing, constantly chasing, you know, trying to, trying to do better, trying to outdo other people. You know, I, I, that's, that's not for me. I mean, you know, my, my goal, my end goal is to, um, create, create a big, big, uh, portfolio, big, big company, create a, a, a lot of value and have a lot of holdings there. Um, but also, you know, live, uh, well, well within my means, you know, keep my assets or keep my assets up and keep my liabilities down. So for me, that's my personal goal. That's not for everybody. A lot of people like fancy stuff and, you know, so be it. That's, that's for you. Um, you know, the, uh, um, uh, you know, the, the, the thing that, uh, that, that really caught my attention, uh, uh, several years ago, um, was, you know, understanding and, and learning the difference of, of being rich versus being wealthy. So being rich is, you know, to me, and this is my opinion, it, to, to, to be rich is to have a lot of money, to have a lot of stuff, to have a lot of, you know, uh, you know, a lot of fancy stuff. Uh, but to be wealthy is to have a lot of assets you know, and you can have a lot of assets. You can make a lot of money. You can, you can, you can create something big without, you know, without having to feel that need to live that, you know, rich lifestyle, um, where you're going out to five-star dinners every night, or, you know, you're going to the fancy vacations, you know, every other week. And don't get me wrong. I like, I like doing nice things, but, you know, 
try to keep uh, try to keep it under wraps on what we're doing versus versus what we have. So um, I think Robert Kiyosaki uh, said this, and and you know really hit home when I read it. It's uh, um, rich is measured in dollars and wealth is measured in time. And what that means to me is, you know, if you have a million dollars, to some people, a million dollars is is would be life-changing or would be a ton of money um, or would be, you know, a lifetime worth of money. And for many people, it could be. Um, but, you know, if you if you're rich and you have a million dollars, but your burn rate or your monthly expenses, you know, is hundred thousand dollars a month, you got ten months with that million dollars. I mean, that, that that's that's reality. Um, so you know, wealth wealth is 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 measured in time, uh, and and wealth is how much time do you have uh, versus the amount of money you have. And if you have a million dollars. And, you know, your monthly expenses are 10 or $20,000 a month. You're going to get a whole lot more time, you know, than, than, it, than if your expenses are, are, you know, $100,000, or $100,000 a month. It's just basic math. So, um, you know, the goal to go back to the beginning, the goal on assets versus liabilities is to create the assets, create the cash flow, create the residuals, regardless of, you know, what business you're in. If you're in real estate, we can create the cash flow. If you're in a different business, uh, you know, if you're in insurance sales or, you know, any other type of type of sales that that creates residual income, it, the, the goal should be to increase that cash flow, or increase that, that residual income, but on the same hand, keep the, uh, keep the liabilities, the monthly expenses down low. And that's how you create wealth. That's how you create time. It's like, how much time do I have on, uh, uh, how much, how, how long can I live versus what I create uh, off of what I've created over time? So, um, you know, if you look at it that from that standpoint, um, you know, again, me personally, my goal is to, um, continue to create the portfolios, create the cash flows, uh, create the equities, uh, but keep my keep my expenses down low. You know, when we have um, when we have some some big plays, you know, we get uh, we get some sales or we get some you know um, some equity plays or something like that. Um, you know, we have a good year, good month, good quarter. I don't go out and buy a new Ferrari. I, you know, I don't, I, you know, I, tr I, I don't, I don't go on, you know, these, these overseas vacations or anything like that. You know, I, I, me personally, I prefer to take that chunk and let's buy some more, let's put it somewhere. Let's buy some more assets. Let's, uh, let's build the portfolio. Let's build that cash flow and create more time, create more wealth and long-term plays, um, you know, in the long-term that will go much further, much further for you on a personal level, on a financial level, um, creating that long-term wealth than, you know, buying a new car, buying the, uh, you know, creating more, uh, creating more liabilities for yourself. Because, you know, I, I learned this, um, you know, I, as I had said, I'm constantly, I'm always, you know, networking with people, you know, um, uh, you know, I have I have several people in my life that that I can I consider you know mentors of mine. Um, you know, and and I have I have a lot of a lot of friends in the business, a lot of people that I network with, and you know, prime example of of you know assets versus liability, rich versus wealthy is you know when we when we went into this um, 
uh, year, year and a half, almost two years ago. Go now, we went into the uh, the shutdown and and the restrictions uh, with COVID. It wasn't quite two years, but it it's it, it was a while ago. So everybody's well aware the entire world shut down. Um, you know, nobody knew what was going on, what was going to happen, or anything like that. You know, and I'm. Uh, you know, through this, uh, through that period, I mean, everybody had a lot of time. Everybody had a lot of free time because there wasn't much to do. I mean, even even construction was shut down for uh, 60 days. And, you know, we had several projects under construction. And, you know, my daily routine at the time would be I'd be in the office for a little while, you know, and then I, you know, I might go out, I might check on some jobs, I might visit some job sites. Well, you know, there's no job sites to visit because not, nothing's happening. Um, you know, so I spent more time um, um, you know, in front of the computer uh, <clears throat> and and on the phone and and talking to people. And, you know, several of the people that I talked to um, were uh, folks that, you know, assets are up, liabilities are down. And, you know, through that shutdown, there was little to no concern on their end. Um, you know, it's like, this is what it is, man. I'm, you know, my one, my one very good friend and mentor, you know, he spent most days in, in the backyard or, you know, when able on the golf course with his daughter and they were, they were just, you know, they were just doing their thing. You know, he had, he had very little concerns. He's like, you know, when it opens back up, it opens back up, you know, it is what it is. And, you know, when things started to open back up, he didn't have many issues. Why? Because assets were up, liabilities were down, you know, he didn't have a huge monthly nut. He didn't have a lot of expenses. Um, you know, but he did have a substantial amount of, of income and a substantial amount of reserves. So it was a non-issue. Um, another friend of mine, uh, spent a month up at his lake house. You know, he, uh, he spent time, time with his boys, you know, 13, 15 years old, something like that at the time. Uh, they were able to spend a month together, you know, as a family and, you know, and talking with him, same thing. It's kind of like, it is what it is. You know, when we come back, we come back and, you know, on the flip side, there were, there were many, many people, um, out there that, that, you know, it's like, you know, what are we going to do here? What are we supposed to do? It, you know? And then, and then when things started to open back up, it was a total, a total crash show. I mean, you know, trying to, trying to get caught that up, get caught back up, get, uh, get things going again, keep the machine going because, you know, the assets, uh, the, the, the cash flow, the income might be up, but the liabilities are, are pretty close, um, uh, to, to where the, um, where the income is. So it's a constant machine that you got to feed. So, um, you know, it, it, it goes back to, you know, wealth management, fi finances, money management, you know, just because uh, if you're making, you know, half a million dollars a year or a million dollars a year or $2 million a year um, may seem like a lot of money, but if you're spending, you know, that amount of money, get you no further ahead. I mean, sure, you got some nice things. You got some, you got some, you know, you might have some cool cars or some, you know, big houses or, you know, uh, uh, vacation homes or, or things like that. But um, at the end of the day, you know, if you got to constantly, constantly feed that machine, feed that machine, you got to constantly be doing more projects or growing your business or, um, you know, creating, creating more income, uh, taking on more, more opportunities to feed the machine is it really worth it? I mean, you know, you gotta, you gotta think about that. And it comes, it, it, it comes down to, you know, your personal goals. It's like, where do you want to be? Like, what's your goals? And, you know, you gotta, you gotta write your goals down. You gotta have a plan, you, you know, a, a plan to execute those goals. And, 
you know, maybe some people, their goals are to have, you know, a giant house and, you know, garages full of cars and vacation homes and, and, you know, everything, you know, the, the, the jewelry and, and, you know, the, the, the big, big, you know, lifestyle that goes along with that. Maybe that is your goal. And maybe that's, you know, the lifestyle you want to lead for me personally, it's not, you know, my, my goal again is to, uh, continue to, build the asset column, you know, buy more assets, create more cash flow, create more equity, create more value in the business, but also on the flip side, keep the liabilities low. And don't get me wrong. Again, you know, I like nice things, you know, I like nice cars, you know, I like living in a, in a nice home, but you know, I try to keep, keep that within, within reason, you know, could we, could we drive much nicer cars and have more cars in the driveway? Could we live in a much bigger home, you know, with a tunnel? Yeah, of course we could, but you know, then, then, then I really got to work for it. I gotta, I gotta continue to, uh, feed that machine, um, you know, continue to, uh, you know, pay for those liabilities and, and, you know, to me, it's a, it's a balance. It's constantly a balance. You know, it's like, we want to continue to grow here. We want to have nice things here, but we want to make sure that there's a there's a big, big spread in between the two. So, you know, again, understanding the difference between assets and liabilities and your personal goals and what you want to do with your life and your family's life and, and your future family's life, uh, generational wealth is a big thing. We'll talk about that in a future episode. Um, but do you want to hustle hard? Do you want to work? Do you want to have all this nice stuff right now? Or do you want to work, create the assets, create the, the value, create the portfolio and have something that you can leave, uh, for, you know, future generations. Um, you know, that's, that's really, you know, it's, it's a personal opinion. You now know my personal opinion. You may totally disagree with that and you're, you're welcome to do so. I have no issues with that. Um, but again, you know, just diving into those details, just, you know, when you're, when you're doing things, think assets, think liabilities, you know, if you're taking on another liability, think about it. Like, you know, just sit down and think like, do I need this? is this going to make my life better? Is this going to change my life? Or is it going to be a headache? Is it going to cost me more money? Is it going to be aggravation? And do I want that aggravation? So that's just in a nutshell, that's the difference between assets and liabilities. Again, just my opinion, take it for what it's worth. Thank you for tuning in. That's episode five of the Avid Investor Podcast with me, your host, Josh Adamek.